0: Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. Today's title sponsor on the podcast is our good friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Hopefully you all are doing well. Hopefully the weekend was great. Hopefully you all had a great Father's Day. I know I did, a really relaxing day spent with family. And it was just fun to hang out with my kids and also go visit with my own father and hang out with my brothers, etc. It was just a good day to relax and sit back and, you know, just take things easy for a day. That was the fun part about it. Hopefully you guys all had a great father's day as well and a great weekend by extension. But it's a Monday, a lot to get to in terms of what we're talking about with BYU sports here on the podcast. We're going to talk about the best player wearing the number 73 in a BYU uniform as we were just 73 days away from BYU and Utah kicking off the season. It's coming fast, folks, but... We do need to be vigilant. We'll talk a little bit about some of the news in college football beyond BYU and how it might affect how it might affect the Cougars as they prepare for the upcoming season. And we'll also get to a, a opponent preview. Need to talk about North Alabama, BYU's second to last opponent. I meant to get to them last week, but we ran out of time. We'll talk a little bit about BYU's FCS foe this coming fall. It'll be senior day for the Cougars in November as it's scheduled. We'll talk about all of that on today's show. Today's show also brought to you by our good friends at rockauto.com and All Guard Pest Control, in addition to our good friends there at Built Bar. So we'll cover all of that on today's podcast. And with that rundown out of the way, let's get to it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for June 22nd, 2020. What's up guys, I'm Jay Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download your original daily podcast, focused on the BYU Cougars, with us here. This podcast is available anywhere podcasts can be listened to. The Big Three is in particular, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. Make sure to hit that follow button if you're listening to us on Spotify, or the subscribe button if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, for example, that way you never miss an episode of the show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the bonus additions we did over the weekend with our player countdown series. Those are always fun. Uh, they're shorter than our normal editions, but regardless, still a lot of fun information and a lot of fun remnants reminisce on the best players to wear certain numbers in a BYU uniform. And we'll get to the best player to wear the number 73 here in just a little bit. Before we do that, though, this past weekend, a lot of news coming out on the college football front, in addition, just across the nation, uh, COVID-19, the pandemic, this is an insidious virus, y'all. It's no joke. I don't know if I can express that seriously enough, but looking at what's doing, it's going to be an interesting season to come in all sports, but especially college football, because we saw on Friday a statement coming out from UCLA players, which was released by the LA Times. Actually, the coaches at UCLA, as well as administration down there, hadn't received a letter of this before it hit the news, but very interesting situation because the Los Angeles Times uh, have 30 players from UCLA who are demanding that a third party ma- monitor how workouts are going for them, monitor how the COVID-19 pandemic is affecting the Bruins football program, and essentially asking for them to put it up a legal shield because they don't trust uh, their coaching staff led by Chip Kelly to keep them safe amidst the pandemic. It's a very interesting situation all the way around because we've seen reports uh, 30 student-athletes at LSU tested positive or presumed tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. Uh, I believe was it was at 14 players at Clemson, 14 student-athletes tested positive there. Texas had 10 uh, student-athletes, 10 football players test positive in addition to another 11 who were self-isolating. These numbers are alarming. Uh, absolutely. Because when you get up Of 20 student athletes on a football program, well, that's a fifth or a sixth of your football program who've been infected with this virus, and then it's likely to spread unless you really take proactive measures to slow it down. BYU, as they are um, want to do, they are private universities, they are not beholden to release numbers on how many student athletes have tested positive for COVID 19, if any have. It's their prerogative. They have that choice to do so. But to think that BYU is being exempted uh, from the current issues with the pandemic with student-athletes returning to campus for workouts, etc., it's kind of idiotic to think that they don't have student-athletes that either have tested positive for COVID-19 or will test positive for COVID-19. It's going to be a massive litmus test here over the next month or so as the NBA gets back into action, MLS, Major League Soccer is what I'm speaking of, gets back into action, if Major League Baseball finally ever gets back on their diamonds and gets back to playing, how that affects things. We're all going to learn a lot here in the next little bit. Will sports be shut down? We saw the PGA Tour this past weekend. They had a Nick Watney, a professional golf player, tested positive amidst a round going on there at Harbortown at the RBC Heritage in in Hilton Head. How we react to these positive tests in sports is going to go a long way to determining if we're going to have a season that's going to play out and if we're willing to accept the fact that, you know what, we need to play this season and have student-athletes testing positive for COVID-19 and hope to all get out that they don't have any serious repercussions from that, while also allowing the sports to play out and get that money that so many athletic departments, including BYU, absolutely need to survive it's a man I don't envy any athletic administrator right now because if you uh, go out and just say you know what regardless we're pushing forward in this you're getting attacked if you come out and be too cautious you're also getting attacked it's a double-edged sword that you cannot uh, be on the right side of it, it feels like at this current time and That's a current uh, situation we find ourselves in multiple facets, but especially when it comes to the current situation with the COVID-19 pandemic, I don't see how a college administrator can ever make everybody happy in normal times, but especially amidst the current situation we find ourselves in. Do I think college football is going to do everything they possibly can do to make sure the season gets going as soon as possible? I fully believe that. There are too many... Uh, people that are vested in this with money, et cetera. We're talking uh, television broadcasters, the student-athletes themselves, coaches, the administrators of the various athletic departments. There are so many people whose livelihood depends on these sports. They're going to do everything within their power to make sure these sports happen. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even exempting myself. I work in sports media. I draw my paycheck from games that are going on. It has been over three months. We're coming up on four months that I have not had a live sporting event to cover in uh, totality, I feel like. I know that the NASCAR is back. The PGA Tour has been going for the last two weeks. But I'm speaking more of BYU sports. Uh, The Utah Jazz, that's the organization I work for. My radio station that I work for is owned by the Utah Jazz. I'm not exempted from this, but I do believe that we are going to do everything. And I, I include me in kind of the, the larger context. I'm not one of the policymakers that is going to be saying, you know, this sport is not happening or it is happening. I'm not that level, but you can guarantee everything is going to be done. That is possible to make sure these seasons happen because there's too much money invested in them. Is it the prudent thing to do? Hey, that you're, you're, your, uh, what am I trying to say? Your opinion is as valid as mine is on it. I want to see sports back. They make my world go round. I am first and foremost a sports fan. I am lucky enough that I get to draw a paycheck from covering the sports that I cover. I, I'm, I wholeheartedly, freely acknowledge that part of it. But looking at it, as, at it as it is, it's not a good headline right now to have all of these student athletes testing positive for COVID-19. Maybe it ultimately comes out that they say, you know what, we're going to have these positive tests, but we're pushing forward. And I can completely understand why a student athlete or an administrator or a coach would think that and they want to push forward because they want to play their sport. Uh, There's money involved at multiple levels, not for student athletes currently, it should be, but that's a topic for another day with the name image and likeness that's going on, that debate going on. But I just look at it and it just seems to me that we're in a really strange situation right now. We saw the headlines from UCLA with the players asking for legal shields, essentially, from losing scholarships should they decide they don't want to play. I don't think BYU is exempted from this. There's not been many headlines coming out from BYU with regards to any positive tests, or there have been no headlines in that regard. But to think that BYU is not being affected by the current environment of college sports and all these positive tests and the national perception of should they or shouldn't they be playing, et cetera. Should they be doing workouts, all these different things. We saw Kansas state is shut down all workouts for at least two weeks. I, I, I guess I'm here to say that I don't know that there's a right answer. Honestly, I don't think there's a right answer for anybody on any side of this right now, but the biggest situation we find ourselves in is, how much are we willing to bear to make sure that the sports we love, the teams we love, in particular on this podcast, the BYU football program, men's and women's basketball, etc. cetera, how much are we willing to bear and how much are these student-athletes willing to put up with and the coaches willing to put up with to play their sport? Uh, I, it's a question that I think is going to be answered over the coming days and weeks, but here's hoping that we get through this and we have a season. But right now... It looks dicey at best. I don't know. There is no right answer, I feel like. And it's going to be a test of everybody's involvement from the fans, to the players, to the coaches, to the administrators, to the media, to everybody involved. We're going to find out over the coming days and weeks how much we are willing to bear, speaking of everybody as a whole, when it comes to sports and their resumption. I I look at it and it's, it's a crazy, crazy time. And like I said I'm just sitting here speaking from the heart because I'm really nervous right now looking at some of these headlines but my hope is my intention is to be covering sports this fall college football 73 days away when BYU Utah kick things off at Rice Eccles Stadium that is my intention but right now I don't have a concrete answer about how much we're willing to put up with and you may not have that either but I just wanted to talk about that a little bit on today's podcast it's a It's a very open-ended question right now. A lot of headlines to the negative, but the hope is that we have sports back in our lives this fall, and we have the NBA and Major League Soccer, et cetera, coming up here over the next month or so. But right now, it's a crazy, crazy time. There is no doubt about it. All right. Way over time here on this first segment. Uh, we'll get to some more thoughts, some more positive thoughts I guess we should say on the podcast here in just a minute. We'll talk about the best player to wear the number 73 in a BYU uniform to come up a little bit later. We're also going to talk a little bit about BYU's second to last opponent this coming season, North Alabama an FCS program. We recently made the transition from Division 2. We'll talk about them, what they might be bringing to Provo on Senior Night in late November. We'll get to all of that. Before we do that though, today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They are the title sponsor on today's show. And I have to tell you guys, these are the best tasting protein bars out there, bar none. I'm telling you guys, they will change how you perceive protein bars. They taste like a treat, like a candy bar. Built Bars are the best. Regardless of wherever you're at in your health journey, Built Bar can help you along that. Built Bars are high in protein, high in fiber, but low sugar and low calories. And you can compare them to any other protein bar on the market. They beat any one of them. They are the best. And the best part is they're a local company here in the state of Utah. So you're supporting the local economy when you support our good friends at Built Bar. Right now, you can go to builtbar.com. You can check out all the f- different flavor profiles. They've got uh, chocolate and nut flavors. They've got nut-free flavors as well that are made in a nut-free facility facility. That way, if you're sensitive to such things, they got you taken care of that way. They're thinking of every possible way that they can revolutionize the protein bar game, and they have done it. And I, I love this company. So check them out, guys. BuiltBar.com. Right now, use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D. you'll get $10 off your first order. Fantastic way to save some money and help yourself get started with our good friends at Built Bar. That's builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Save $10 on your first order. Check them out. That's builtbar.com. Our good friends here on Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's take a minute, guys, and talk to you about our good friends at All Guard Pest Control, a local company based in Utah County but capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch front. Seth and his team are the best of the best. They are the people that I trust to take care of my home, and I hope that you will trust them to take care of yours as well. All Guard Pest Control is a great company. Their online reviews are absolutely phenomenal, and they make sure that the customer feels at ease about whatever they are doing. They offer two unique uh, plans when it comes to their treatment systems they offer a quarterly treatment program right now where they'll come out once every three months make sure your home is uh protected against whatever that season's uh pest issues might be in the in the winter it's spiders it's mice trying to get inside the foundations of your home to stay warm during the cold months during the summer uh spiders as well but along with ants etc All Guard will make sure that your home has that barrier up around it at all times to repel pests and keep those creepy, crawly things out of your home. In addition to that quarterly program, they also offer one-time services. You have a one-time need. All Guard will take care of that for you, and then they'll just leave you alone. They're not going to require a contract that requires them or forces you to have to pay for them to come back out for quote-unquote follow-up visits. They will leave you alone. ...after that one-time treatment. That's what I love about Seth and his team at AllGuard. They want to make sure that the customer feels that they're in control of their home... ...and the treatment pr- plan that works for them. You can give Guard a call, 801-851-1812. Learn more about the company. Or you can go online, allguardpestcontrols.com is the is the web address for this great company. Like I said, I trust Seth and his team. Seth Baird is the owner. I trust them to take care of my home, and I hope you will trust them to take care of yours as well. Any pest control need you have, they'll make sure you are taken care of. There also are the termite experts in the state of Utah. I know termites in Utah don't sound like they should go hand in hand, but you'd be surprised how big of an issue it actually is. Seth and his team can handle it all. Trust them. It's All Guard Pest Control, 801-851-1812, or check them out online at allguardpestcontrols.com. All right, guys. Let's talk about the best players to wear the number seventy-three in a BYU uniform. You can follow the show on Twitter, by the way, if you want to weigh in. What we what we call the fan vote here on this. We do these Twitter polls where you have your chance to sound off on the best player to wear that respective number. We narrow it down to a field of a four finalists, and then we let you guys have your say on who you think the best player to wear that number is in, B- in a BYU uniform. Our four finalists uh, for today's show with number 73 included defensive lineman Keith Rivera, offensive lineman Eric Bateman, defensive lineman Sila Filiaga, and former BYU standout offensive lineman Jake Caressa. And the fan vote predictably went in favor of Big Sexy himself, and that's not a nickname that anybody has given anybody but himself, and that's Jake Caressa. He called himself Big Sexy, and Jake has actually dear friend. Loved covering him during his time at BYU, but also he's just been a great guy in my days here as a media member. He's been on vo- multiple radio shows I've worked on and just been an overall good guy. And Jake Caressa, as you might expect, took a large lead in this poll and never never gave it back. 77.9% as of recording of this podcast. he has a few minutes to go here on the votes. But Pulusila Filiaga finishing in uh, fourth place with 4.4%. Actually, tied excuse me, as of recording with Keith Rivera at 4.4%, Eric Bateman coming in second place with 13.2%. But Jay Caressa, a fantastic player, a guy who turned down multiple offers from big P5 schools, USC, Oregon. If you ever want to hear a funny story about his recruitment, just ask him about what what happened on his official visits to places like USC and Oregon. Essentially, Jake, uh, I hope I'm not stepping on his toes here, but he committed to multiple programs without actually committing, it felt like. And ultimately, at the end of the day, felt like BYU was the right place for him. And he came and had a standout career in a BYU uniform. And I'm not going to go against the fan vote on this today because I think Jay Caressa is the best player to have worn that number in BYU history. A standout left tackle really protected John Beck's blind side. I think he was a great player, and he's just a great guy to boot. He was a second-team All-American and a first-team All-Mountain West Conference honoree in 2006, and that was well-deserved. Jay Caressa was a fantastic player and still lives here locally in the Wasatch Front, I believe in Lehigh, if I'm not mistaken. Has three cute kids. You can follow him on Instagram if you want. He does a great job. And I'm. it's an easy pick today, I feel like, with number 73. I felt like a shout-out needed to go out to a guy like Eric Bateman, a guy who entered the NFL early, uh, felt like he was going to be a, have a good career. Around the same time as John Tate, a guy we talked about over the weekend, Bateman ultimately never made it in the NFL, played in NFL Europe and also in, in the Arena Football League, but never realized his NFL dreams after leaving a year early from BYU. But Eric Bateman... 6'7", 290 pounds. He was like the walking prototype of what you wanted in an offensive tackle. So uh, shout out to him. And also another shout out to uh, Keith Rivera. Uh, finished uh, with All Whack Honors his final year at BYU. He finished his career with 121 total tackles, five sacks along with 12 quarterback hurries. So big congratulations to him. And I, I just look at it and Jay Caressa I think was an easy pick because he was just such a stellar player for so long in a BYU uniform form wearing that number 73 that was easy pick today to honor Jake Caressa as the best player to wear a BYU uniform. All right. Uh, coming up here in just a second. We're going to talk about another one of the opponents for BYU. Our 2020 opponent preview series rolls on with their second to last opponent on the schedule. It is going to be senior day against North Alabama for the Cougars. We'll talk to you about what North Alabama is, who they are as a program uh, players to keep an eye on, etc. We'll get to all of that here in just a second. Before we do that though, I need to take a minute today and talk to you about our good friends at Right rockauto.com RockAuto.com is a family business, guys, that is serving auto parts customers and has been serving them for 20 years. This is not a fly-by-night organization. They are fantastic. Whatever you need for your car, your truck, your SUV, they have got all the parts from all the different manufacturers for a reliably low price, guys. It's a great service if you're a do-it-yourselfer, even if you're a person who just needs parts for their car. You could potentially up to twice as much by going to a mechanic than you would at RockAuto.com. Why not search and see what they've got for you before relying on your mechanic to take care of it for you? And the best part is, is rockauto.com will deliver it straight to your door. And also, your mechanic doesn't get a special deal that you can't get at rockauto.com. Do-it-yourselfers and professionals pay the same price at rockauto.com. They are a fantastic service. For everybody and anybody who has auto needs, and I think all of us have those needs. I have a daily driver. I had to get a part for it. I checked out rockauto.com. The best part is is their catalog. It shows you all the different manufacturers for that part. You can search by price. You can search by the manufacturer. You can search by whatever you want. The layout is fantastic, and helps you make an intelligent, informed decision when it comes to your vehicle and the parts for it, guys. Whatever it might be, tell lights, Engine control modules, new carpet even for your car. Rock Auto has got it all for you guys. Go to RockAuto.com, learn more about them. Make sure to write "Locked On" in their "How did you hear about us?" box when they when you stop by, so they know that we sent you from right here on Locked On Cougars. It's a great service, great prices, and they want to make sure you are taken care of and deliver it all to your front door. That's RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. Go to RockAuto.com to learn. more about this great company and a great partner of us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. All right, guys, let's take a minute today and talk to you about another opponent as part of our opponent preview series for BYU this coming fall. And that is their second to last opponent in the regular season. It'll be senior day for BYU when this game comes around. And that is North Alabama. The North Alabama Lions expected to travel to Lavelle Edwards Stadium on November 21st. And This is an interesting game on BYU's schedule because with all the talks we talked about earlier on today's podcast with concerns about the season, COVID-19... This is a game that BYU very easily could say, you know what, if we need to shorten up our schedule, we're sorry, North Alabama, we'll play you your guarantee, but we're not going to play this game. I very well could come to that, honestly. And this is one of the games that BYU, I'm guaranteeing Tom Homo, Kalani Satake, when they've had their meetings about different uh, contingencies of what could happen with the season, if we need to end it early, do we need to shorten it, et cetera. This is one of the games that's probably at the very top, if not the top game, to be cut from the schedule for BYU if they are going to do it, but... Here's hoping that BYU plays all 12 games and North Alabama gets that chance to come out to Lavelle Edwards Stadium to take on the Cougars. I expect wholeheartedly expect this game, if it is played, to be on BYU TV at 1 o'clock in the afternoon in November. Actually, a great time for football that time of year and a great time to have a senior day in the honor of the BYU seniors who will be playing their final game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Now, for as for a team, a uh, UNA, the Lions themselves, this is a program that recently made the transition to the FCS ranks. They were a Division II powerhouse, actually a very good program at that level, and did some good things there, but have made the transition up to the FCS ranks and are now a member of the Big South Conference, but they are still in the transition phase in terms of their schedule right now. Their wins do not count for the possibility of going to the FCS playoffs. This is a young program at the FCS level, but it's not a young program in terms of overall football. Their first season was way back in 1912, so... They've got a long history of football. Uh, Chris Willis is their head coach. He's got a 16-15 and overall record in three seasons at North Alabama. And they'll be coming to BYU and a little bit of a retooling job for them. This will be their final game of their season if they make that trip to BYU. And they lose both their starting quarterback and their top running back from a year ago. Terrence Humphrey ran for 502 yards last year. Their quarterback, Christian Lopez, uh, passed for 2,699 yards and 18 touchdowns. Both of them, their careers are over. Uh, Blake Deaver looks like will be the incumbent quarterback. He completed 35 of 54 passes for 429 yards in relief of Christian Lopez last year. But I feel like North Alabama, this might be a transition year for them and In all honesty, if BYU doesn't go out and name their score against an opponent like this, you should be worried. That's the thing about a game like this. That's why I feel like if the schedule needs to be shortened at all, yeah, BYU will say, you know what, we'll pay you the whatever X hundred thousand dollars we owe you for this game, but we're not going to play the game. We're not going to have you guys come out here to Provo. It's a game that is absolutely on the chopping block, should decisions need to be made about shortening up the schedule or just changing the dates for games, etc. It's just a game that BYU... It's a nice one that they have there in their back pocket should they need to make some wheeling and dealing uh, going happening when it comes to the decision about games to be played this year. My f- wholehearted hope is that we have BYU playing 12 games this year. I hope they play a full schedule. It's always what I've hoped to have seen this fall. I know many of you out there have expressed that to me over the past couple of weeks and days and months that you say, you know what? I need sports back in my life. And I, I'm thinking of you guys. I know Taylor is out there listening to us. He, he's expressed that to me. Uh, Keith, uh, this past weekend, reached out to me as well as Jamison Coons. All of you guys who have reached out to me in the previous few weeks, I thank you guys for your support of the podcast, but I completely understand where you guys are coming from when you say, hey, you know what? I need sports back in my life. I need these games because you know what? Sports, at the end of the day, are an escape from everything else going on in our lives. So Let's, let's all acknowledge that right up front here. And I hope that BYU plays this game against North Alabama. I hope we're all together watching this game on November 21st as the Cougars go out there against the Lions. And like I said, this is a game BYU should be able to name their score, name their score against their opponent because that's it's a body bag game. There's no doubt about what type of game it is. But the positive news, I think, for all of this is that BYU, they're doing everything within their power to make sure this season happens and it happens on time. And they play as many games, if not all of the games, they have contracted to this point. I think that's the positive news. North Alabama, yeah, this is not the juggernaut on BYU's schedule. There are many other teams that we'll preview this week and in coming weeks that are much better teams than North Alabama but I think you can look at this. If this game is played in November for BYU, that means we got everything figured out. And that's the that's the good news in terms of BYU, college football by extension. We all got through the season. That, that would be the great news of this all. So North Alabama, here's hoping that UNA does make that trip from Florence, Alabama to Provo, Utah to play this game. And that means that we've all had a good season and enjoyed it at that point. Not a strong opponent. There's no doubt about it. This is a team very much in transition. Speaking of North Alabama, the BYU will be taking on. But I think it'd be more of if this game is played. That's played on November 21st. That means we got everything figured out and we enjoyed a football season. Hopefully to its entirety and that's the positive news I think we can all take away from this alright that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast once again a big thank you to all of you who have reached out and for your, with your support it is so much fun to do this podcast every day I don't know how I can express it any more clearly than I just love talking BYU sports with you guys each and every day I hope you guys continue to enjoy the product please subscribe rate and review the show make sure to follow us on social media Facebook Instagram and Twitter search out the show Locked on Cougars. My personal Twitter feed is Jacob C. Hatch if you want to follow me there. And as always, you always can feel free to reach out to us via email. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the address there. Have a great rest of your Monday whenever you hear this. We'll be back with you guys soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for June 22nd, 2020. We'll catch you guys tomorrow.